Welcome to the Next Level Human Podcast. As a human, you have a job to do. In fact, you have four jobs. To earn and manage money, to attain and maintain health and fitness, to build and sustain personal relationships, to find meaning and make a difference. None of these jobs are taught in school, and that is what this podcast is designed to do. To educate us all on living our most fulfilled lives through the mastery of these four jobs. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Tita, and I believe we are here living this life for three reasons and three reasons only to learn, to teach, and to love. In this podcast, I will be learning, teaching, and loving right along with you. I'm grateful to have your company. Here's to our next level. So I am here with my good friend, Lauren Salon, and um, I want to tell you all just a little bit about how Lauren and I hooked up before I introduce you completely, Lauren. But uh, what happened was I, with my other business um, called Metabolic Living, I was calling around to some big deal people in the industry and saying, hey, listen, I want to uh, you know, do a launch on uh, social media with my company. Who's the person? And Lauren Salon's name comes up. And then I call someone else and say, who's the person? And Lauren Salon is the person they say. And then I call another person, Lauren Salon. So everyone loves this Lauren Salon person, right? So I'm like, all right, well, let's reach out there. And of course, I fell in love with her too. And she's just absolutely wonderful. But she is a business badass brain. And that's kind of why I wanted you here. Because you know, on this show, Next Level Human, we're always talking about the four jobs, health and fitness, finance personal relationships and purpose and meaning. And we don't get a lot of the money stuff. And so, mm-hmm. Lauren, thank you for taking your time. I know you're very busy. Thank and you. one of the ways I kind of want to start this is just, um, when I look online, we were just talking about this before we sort of went live. Um, and I was telling Lauren, I, you know, I follow a lot of people, but I am a little bit of an introvert and I don't love social media. I'm one of these people that feels like I have to be on social media. Part of the reason yeah. I don't love it is because sometimes the vibe can be pretty down right but i just i started following lauren after we hooked up on this project which i I do want to talk about the results were astounding and so we could talk a little bit about that because it's part of the reason i wanted you here i was Mm. everyone on our team was so impressed but lauren also just has this energy about her and i was just telling her i was like yeah you know we're i was like how are you doing and i'm expecting her to be like oh my god it's crazy jade and this and that she's like oh my god i'm wonderful it's beautiful everything's great and this is kind of the way she shows up um, on her profile as well. So she's one of these people where as you start to scroll through stories, a lot of times I'm just like, pass, 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 pass. Then I get to Lauren and it's just kind of this nice energy that kind of lifts you up and you kind of mm. want to sort of um, be in that place. And I think it's an interesting thing that happens, right? Because at first, when we're sort of marketing, this is how people engage with us almost on a friend level now, it seems. And I want to kind of get your take on this. And I know you're not doing that on purpose, but it is probably the way you show up authentically. And I guess I'll just sort of start there. When someone is trying to do this business, which you and Mm -hmm. I are both entrepreneurs, right? So I have several businesses. You have, I think, at least one, if not a few. You do a couple things, you know, so uh, not, I wouldn't say a jack of all trades, but definitely not just one expertise. Um, How do you, how do you come uh, at this uh, when you sort of tell people, all right, look, here's how you want to go about this. Yeah, I mean, just showing up online and everything. Yep, it's, absolutely. 
And it's funny with the jack of all trades thing, because I have always seen myself as such a generalist and I had so many interests and been talented and skilled at very many things and found it very difficult to niche down or to just focus on one thing. Cause I'm like, well, what if I don't want to do this the rest of my life? Oh my gosh. You know? And then that like coming up against that resistance for years and then also not getting the A plus results that I wanted in my business. And a lot of that was because I didn't like jump all in with like one thing and go really hard with like the main thing and like had, you know, the backup plans. And well, if this doesn't work out like this, I'll keep this going too, just in case and, and everything. And, and so for me, when I, and I actually just posted about this on Instagram, when I saw like the biggest shift in the results I was getting in my business and not just like, yes, the financial results, but also getting more time and space in my schedule. Cause I am a recovering workaholic, do all the things, go, go, go nonstop. I can only like have all the money if I'm working all the hours sort of thing. And I saw the biggest shift in time and money when I decided to focus really specifically on PR and influencer marketing and gave myself permission to say, Hey, like, yeah, this is the thing right now. That doesn't have to be the thing I do for the rest of my life. Relax. Cause if you, you come up against that and you're like, well, what if in a year, what if blah, 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 you're not going to actually take action. And, and then you're going to keep having these backup plans. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure you, you know, like burn the boats, like, you know, get, get rid of all the, all the like, you know, safety nets and everything yeah. like that. And so when you have those, you don't do what it takes and show up fully to make like the main thing, the main thing and to get those a plus 110% results. And so with that, like I still sometimes feel like, oh, well then now that I committed to this direction, then everything I post on social media needs to be just about that and just about business, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that's also not the case because when we are, on social media, I mean, you know this, and just in business in general, people want to do business and work with people that they know, like, and trust, yeah. right? And and we get that know, like, and trust factor from showing ourselves as real humans, you know, all the sides of us. And so, yes, I'm very intentional with what I share on social. And I also like get the like, well, what are people going to think about this or duh, 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 like that kind of stuff, like out the, the F out of the way, you know, like I'm posting about fitness stuff. I will post every once in a while, like me crying on Instagram stories, which, Ooh, <laughs> not comfortable, you know, and like, like the silly dance parties, like, you know, memes, my dog, like all this stuff and not just to post it for the sake of posting it. And I'm not going in with like, Oh, this is part of my strategy today. We cry sort of thing. It's like, no, like I am a multifaceted, complex, unicorn, magical human. And I get to show all of that because people want to connect with people who are real and authentic and even from a business perspective. So that would be my encouragement for people who are like, well, how do we like show up and get started with like, you know, sharing my message on social media is, yeah, share that message, whatever it is, your geniuses, share that every day and be consistent with it and be clear and direct and own that and show the other stuff that makes you like a badass unique human yeah. 
Um, so that's, that's what I would, I would say. Like, yeah. And you know, and, I'll, I'll share something with you just to butt in real quick is like when I, yeah, yeah. When, when we first were on, you know, uh, Lauren comes on to, into the company meeting and there's a bunch of people in this meeting and it's like, you know, this virtual company and it's, you know, we're a real company and she shows up like a badass, right? She's just like, boom, boom, boom. Like very on point, very like, uh, how would you say that? It's like almost like very, um, you know, like someone. I call it, I like Turn my CEO energy on. Exactly. Like, That's exactly oh. what it is. This high-end exec who's like walking into the room is like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We're gonna, and throughout this project, that's how you showed up. And one of the things that I, it, I that. loved is like seeing you that way, right? And then I started following you um, online because I have another business where I do social. I don't know about the rest of the team. But then I was just like, oh, this is really cool because I got to see very strikingly this very professional woman. Mm -hmm. Right. And then this very real woman also. And it was just a really neat thing to see. So if I hear you correctly, it's essentially like, OK, look, I got all these areas of expertise. I'm a human like everyone else. I decided to focus because that's where I wanted my A plus results, as you put it. That's where I knew I needed to focus and make money. However, I didn't give up my unique sort of um, way of being in the world. And social media has allowed you, know, you to do that. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. And thank you so much. I appreciate that. Like words of affirmation. I'm like, yes. Is that your um, love language words of affirmation? It, it's, it's actually acts of service. I'm like, no, okay. do, do everything for me that I don't want to do. Yeah, like that's, yeah. that's the big one, but yes, affirmation. I love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Um, and yeah, it's, it's like show all the sides because I think so many people and especially now, like things are polarizing in the world and this, and because we're all like, home for the most part, like we're, we're on social media so much more. And the energy, like you were saying, like the energy can be freaking intense these mm -hmm. days. And so with that, I think it's very, very important to have good boundaries with how you're using social media. Absolutely. Um, and like, we, we're not here to be the best fit for everybody. We're not here to be friends with every single person. We're not here to do business with every single person. And so when we're like, Oh, I don't want to say that. Cause what if it offends somebody? Or I don't want to show that because like, you know, yeah. like I'm like dancing and like, is that too sexy or something? Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Like if that offends somebody and you feel in alignment with it, those aren't your people and that's okay. Like you're not here to please every single person or work with every single person. And, and you want the people who like, when they see that stuff, they're like, yes, like that's my jam. And like, yeah. you're my, like, you're my type of human. That's like my stuff. Let me have more of that. You want those people that are like, so pulled to you. Um, as opposed to ones that are just like, yeah, like she's pretty, she's like neutral. Sure. Yeah. Like I would much rather have a hell yes than like a, okay. You know? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny too, because, um, what I, the way I see it and I want to get your take on this the way I see it, I go, all right, so there's educators and there's entertainers, right? And mm -hmm. to me, I feel like the people who are able to do both seem to do the best. Now, I am very educator. I'm not entertainer. I don't like really being sort of uh, online, but I feel like, and I just want to kind of get your, your sense on that. And, and then I also see like entertainers, if they're purely entertainers, I mean, obviously the, the great ones like Dave Chappelle make all the money in the world. But like, yeah. if you're just an entertainer, I don't know what I'm buying from you either. But it seems to be these people who strike the balance between I'm an educator, I show up and I teach, but I also entertain you with just my, you know, reality TV show that I have on sort of my story. So how, how do you see that? And because obviously we're going to get into talking about 
getting in touch with influencers. And that's what they do. And this is this yeah. world. Like if you want to advertise in this world, that's this world. But I'm wondering how you see this because obviously you have a unique viewpoint being someone who watches influencers, uh, works with influencers, recruits influencers for business. So you get to see who's successful as you know, a quote influencer or not. And I'm just curious, or, or do you see, because I may be wrong about this, so I'm asking the expert because I don't know, do you see entertainers thrive more or do you see educators thrive more or do you think there's yeah. in between? It's a mix. It's a mix. So I think when you're just in that educator mode, um, you know, that's, that's what people are going to come to you for. And it's, it's going to be much more niche, mm-hmm. you know, and when you, I think, have that, you, you fold in some of that real life or that uh, entertainment factor, if you will, and the more lighthearted stuff or whatever it is. I think you build a bit more loyalty and trust that way when you tap into those different categories, because I think sometimes when we're in that educator or teacher place, we, people are coming to us as the authority, right? And, and coming to us for more information, to learn whatever it is. And so there's almost this like separation, if you will, like, oh, well, they, they're so much more of an expert than me. Like, and, and we almost lose some of that relatability in a sense. And so if we're able to tap into some of the other that like entertainment value or non-business, non-teaching stuff, I think it, it humanizes us more and people can connect with us more easily. And, and to more directly answer your question, like what's, um, what am I seeing as more successful? Um, I think it is the influencers who are doing a mix, you know, and, and that doesn't mean like one is better than the other. It's, I think you need to reflect on what uh, feels best for you and, and what's easiest for you and in most alignment for you, because for me, and I, I'm sure, you know, Amanda Bucci and she has her archetype, like different um, archetypes uh, test and stuff going on. And I, I freaking love it. And, and so for me, for example, like I am CEO number one, creator number two. So I have that mix of like business strategy, like execution, multiple things going on, you know, big picture stuff. And then I'm like, and let's like have a lot of freaking fun and be in flow also. And then I'm teacher. So it's like, I'll give you the information and then I'm coach last. So uh-huh. that's like, I don't necessarily want to hold someone's hand and like take them through the whole process. Um, so it's, so for me, really important to see how, I'm kind of naturally wired and there's so many other like tests and assessments and stuff that we can do for that. Like Enneagram, you know, like all those things. And, and so seeing what you're most inclined to and where that mix and balance is for you. And then, yeah, touching on those different facets and, and deciding how you want to be seen and show up. If you're like, no, I am a resource. Like I'm an educational resource for people. And that's what I want to be. I want people to know Anytime they come to my profile, they are getting educational content around XYZ topic. Great. Then lean into that. But if you're like, like for me and for a lot of influencers, I'm like, yeah. And yes, I want to provide educational content. Um, but I also like, I have a personal brand and I know that so much of my gift and my power and like the difference I'm here to make in the world is to lead by example and to show people, you know, to give people permission to like, be ridiculous, be smart, be funny, be a go-getter, be super assertive, be sexy, whatever it is, like to be all those things and to show that. So that's for me why I show up like in all those different areas and and being aware of that balance too. Cause like what's what's the end goal, you know? 
I love I love that whole hierarchy thing of basically saying, okay, here's here's where I start and that's where I'm going to focus. I have that in, in personal development where I'm like, listen, if you're going to go through this life, which is going to hit you with all kinds of sources of suffering and everything else, you better, in my opinion, have an honor code and like a hierarchy of principles that you can refer mm-hmm. to, to make so you have an anchor and a lighthouse in your life. And it sounds like yes. you're essentially saying the same thing here. This is almost like, okay, here are my first principles of doing business and sort of being online. And then you just go to those and see how you're showing up. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I love that whole thing. And actually, I'm, I'm going to put you, I guess, I don't know, I'm going to put myself on the spot here. But so I, I was a Do client, of, yeah, I, know, I, I was a client <laughs> of yours, right? So I think I was watching you more than you've ever watched me. And so if you were to say, like, as me as an educator, right, what would you say when you look, because a lot of people, obviously, everyone listening to this knows me, right? So what would you say, you say, okay, Jade, here's what I see you doing. What mm. would you say I need to do more of, right? Do I need to, Ooh, uh, you know, like, question. should I show up more on stories? Should I be doing more lives? Like, if you were to say, and, and you may not even know what JT is really doing, I get that, right? Because I asked you on here. So I'm paying way more attention I, to I, you. I pay attention. Okay, okay. So I, well, so what I want to know is I'm just like, someone like me, right? Because I do think it's harder for men a little bit, right? Because, uh, and not because of women have any advantage. As a matter of fact, they're disadvantaged most of the time in our society. Mm-hmm. I think men are disadvantaged by their ego. We don't want to, we want to look like tough and we want to look yes. cool and we want to be, you know, we have this ridiculous male ego. I have it too, that makes us not want to be doing anything that makes us look uncool. I mean, even at 46, it's ridiculous. This is what men do, right? So the, the question then is, is how do we men, you know, not you know, look cool, I guess, to ourselves and check our egos, but show up in a way that might be better to make us money. Because for me, I simply go, I want to do, I want to be authentic, but I also know sometimes being authentic, if I'm too authentic, that might hurt my business. So to me, I'm like, I want to be as authentic as I can be while making as much, because I I don't, to me, I'm not worried about followers. I'm more worried about money and leads. And so if you were to look at me or just any anybody who you're first starting out, what would I need to do more of, do you think? Like, what would you say? You know what, here's your your three points that I see you doing that you're missing or you're doing this wrong, or I think you should fix this or whatever. Yeah. Great question. Um, and, and I think that's very important and very valid, like valid to be thinking. And I've, I've had been thinking about this even with myself and what I'm sharing, like, okay, yes. At the end of the day, like I am using social media, yes, to connect with people and, to share my life, but, but really it's a strategic business tool for me. So I too, am like, okay, am I, if this, if what I'm going to post is polarizing and like offend somebody, am I okay with offending that person for this reason and losing them as a potential follower, lead client, whatever. And if that's a yes, which a lot of the time it's going to be a yes, like, okay, go for it. But that's still something that I, you know, I've got a little layer filter to, to process through. Um, because at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm here to make an impact and grow my business. And, and so with you, I think that you, the content you're putting out, like you are such an authority in the health and wellness space and have so much education and so much knowledge to share. So people are coming to you as that like teacher role and educator role. And so you're making sure like everything you're putting out, like it's vetted, it's, it's, you've got evidence to back it up and, and there's a lot of trust there, you know? And, and I think not that like people are coming to me with like less trust or, or whatever like that, but, but it's, it's like there are different end goals and different purposes. And so for what you're doing, yes, the educational stuff, 
you're showing up on video frequently, which is really, really great because especially right now, since we don't really have an in-person element going on in business. Which I hate, by um, the way, Lauren. I, oh, I cannot stand being on video. <laughs> People are like, really? I'm so like, oh my God, I hate it. <laughs> uh, really? You're, I don't like you it. Do, you yeah. do a great job with it. You do Thank a great you. job. And I, I see you going live and stuff like that. And so, so I think as far as the educational content and what you're sharing and that like trust with that is, is so on point and awesome. And I also know you have a sense of humor and you have a big heart and you're super generous. And so it can be sharing more of like those kinds of things that aren't really related to business and health and wellness and the stuff that you're sharing, but they paint like a more comprehensive picture of who you are and what your values are. So I would lean into those things that maybe feel, don't feel super connected to business. But if you look at what your company values are and, and your values are like, okay, well, does sharing this support those values? If it's a yes, then, then leaning into that stuff. Because when we show up more fully, I think we, we do, we're going to attract more people that are like super excited to work with us and, and to become like diehard fans of our business. So yeah, so the, the fun stuff or the humor or the, um, you know, like sh sharing like the, your big heart and generosity. Cause I know generosity is such a driving principle for you. So like yeah. really like leaning into those things, even when you feel like it doesn't like directly like go up the, up the like customer journey to like the yeah. end goal of like making a purchase. Um, so more, but, more of my lives, more featuring my value system, more of that yeah. kind of stuff, more of my sense of humor. Um, yeah. and, and personal story too. Personal stories. Yeah. T tough yeah. for me, but that's, that's sort of great advice. So in a sense, you're saying, okay, well, Jade, if everyone's listening, Jade gets good grades on, you know, the education piece and the trust factor, the know and like piece, I'm a little bit lacking in and I could do better job there. It sounds like what you're saying, right? Yeah, there, and, there's this no like and trust thing we always talk about. Mm -hmm. And because you get that when you're on video and showing up like that and having like these kinds of conversations, you can feel that warmth really big from you. So I would, I would absolutely be, you know, even when, if it's uncomfortable, like you just think about like, okay, I'm talking to one person who is like so excited to be talking to me. And that's what you think about. Like I'm the, the person who's watching this right now, it is one person who's like literally my biggest fan in the world. And they are obsessed with everything <laughs> I have to say, and it's going to be great. Right. That you put yourself in that place. And so that's then, what you do when you're on, when you get ready to go live. Right. It's like, okay. Yeah. yeah it's like my biggest hey, fans friends. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. Exactly. All right. So let, well, let's pivot because I don't want to take too much of your time. But the major thing that I want everyone to kind of get from you is I wanted. So when I when we hired Lauren, what happened was we were doing a free challenge and our business knew nothing about working with influencers. And so we went and said, who's the best person at this? Everyone said Lauren. Like, mm -hmm. I think I asked five people. You were on the list mm -hmm. of all the people in my circle. So obviously we were in the same circles, but just high marks across the board. Now, we did this project. And you probably know the numbers better than me, but we had over 100,000 individuals uh, join. I think it's probably closing in on 200,000 now for this uh, yeah. immunity challenge. So what we did just briefly is we put together, um, and this goes to what Lauren was saying, uh, my company and my business partners, we are very much about uh, generosity. We saw, we did see COVID as, a, as an opportunity to launch our brand and to do something very generous, right? So what we did is we put together a um, free challenge of workouts and meal plans and all on our dime. I think we ended up spending $75,000 of our own money to do this without, you know, any marketing, no, you know, mm -hmm. no, no need for reciprocation on the person's part. We weren't asking for a sale after. And we were like, how do we get this? Now there was 
some, it wasn't completely uh, selfless because obviously we're trying to build our brand and get our brand out there. So this is our opportunity. Yeah. So this is a brand building exercise we brought Lauren in to basically help us with. And we said, how do we get in touch with all these influencers out there? And so she basically took that on and was able to help us explode this thing all over social media. And we were just blown away on um, what you did. So walk us through how this works. If somebody, and even, I guess most people don't have the business that metabolic living is. So maybe we'll mm -hmm. focus this. Most of these people are going to be solopreneurs. So let's kind of be like, let's say a solopreneur has a good idea. They're trying to build a following. They have a product. They have something they want to get eyeballs on. And they want to use, you know, um, existing influencers. How does mm -hmm. that happen? How do they go about this? I mean, obviously, yeah. once they get to a point where they can afford it, they will hire you to do this for them. But if they're just trying to do this themselves, how would you say, here's the way you approach these people? Here's the yeah. language. Here's the strategy. Great question. Yeah. And, and yeah, that was a really fun project. And to kind of like back up a second and, and explain a little bit what influencer marketing is. So, so I have an influencer marketing and PR agency. And so when clients like, like you and Metabolic Living hire me for influencer campaigns, you're essentially hiring me as your like hype, hype woman. And then I like get my hype team of influencers involved to who are aligned with your vision and your mission to essentially speak on your behalf and, and share your message and your, your offer with their audiences. And so we tap into, you know, big influencer network and, and have a lot of relationships with influencers, especially influencers in the health, wellness, and personal development space, and make sure that these people that we're going to link arms with for whatever project it is are, have shared values and a shared message. And we make sure that we can really like package up your vision and communicate it to all of our influencers in a way that um, makes sense for them and empowers them to share really authentically and will also make sense and resonate with their audience. Because the goal is for to get in front of new audiences and to get these new people to become fans of you and clients and customers of yours. And so, yeah, when we've got a, a big company like Metabolic Living, you know, it's going to look different than if you're a solopreneur or a, a scaling entrepreneur. And so, so yeah, some of like with you guys, we had about 35 influencers involved for 30 day time frame and got about a million in reach and 2 million impressions. And like Same. you said, had, yeah, it was, it was really exciting to watch. Um, and had over a hundred thousand email signups for the free campaign. Um, and so it was really, really, um, neat to watch that. And like that builds a ton of momentum. You think about like these, yes, 35 inf influencers posting over 30 days, they're, they're vouching for your company and what you do to their audience, their audience that already trust them. I mean, we were already talking about like building that no like, and trust factor. Like, so when you're aligning with influencers, they've put a lot of time and energy into building a really um, connected community and a community that trusts them. So most of the influencers that we work with, not only do we vet them, but like they're really intentional about the partnerships that they take on and what they are going to share because they, they really care about their audience. And so um, when you connect with influencers like that and get them on board, like that 
trust factor goes a long way and you can build really strong new relationships with new people who are like are, are potentially your ideal clients um and so so on a smaller scale with influencers and i actually have a a pr program for scaling entrepreneurs called the pr accelerator and and influencer marketing is one of the things that we teach people how to do and and so you know as um somebody in my current group she did an influencer campaign for the rebrand of her podcast and so it's like she's maybe connecting with five influencers and and so if you are up and coming you're like oh well i'm not a multi-million dollar company i don't have like a massive email list like i can't do an influencer campaign no absolutely you can like i'm doing one for the next launch of my pr program and and so thinking about the things that you want to think about are what is like the the biggest thing honestly is like who who do you want to get in front of like who is your ideal client or ideal customer who has audiences made up of those people so like what profiles are they following who are they like where are they and so then you want to connect with influencers that have audiences made up of your ideal client your ideal customer and then you really need to think about what is in it for them why does my offer matter like why should they care about what i'm selling what i'm offering whether you're giving them money to post about it or not like why should they give a crap right why does this add value for this influencer why does it add value for their audience and so really really putting yourself in their shoes and um and thinking about okay like yeah i see that this is a great thing but how is this a really really beautiful opportunity for them and and what gets them excited about sharing because when it with pr in any format whether it's influencer marketing or media relations or whatever like you the goal is to create a win-win situation and really you put more of your energy into why is this a win for the other person because if they say yes you get that exposure you get that you know that third party credibility so it's a win for you you get what you want so yeah. really spending more time thinking about why this is an amazing opportunity an amazing thing for them to be a part of um and then yeah and then creating assets and talking points graphics that kind of stuff that makes it really easy like no brainer easy for people to share for you and then too like and this is where like this DEO piece comes in, like getting super clear with what you expect and what they get in return. So if it's like, I expect you to post this many times and here's what you get, you get, you know, uh, free access to my program or you get X number of money or whatever it is, but getting really, really clear on what you expect from them if they say yes to you and, and what they get in return. Um, and, and then again, making it as easy as possible for people to share and talk about your thing you know you want it to be like a literally like no-brainer they don't have to expend tons of energy like reading through like pages and pages of stuff you've boiled it down to like up 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 you can upload this to your stories share here's your link done so i like yeah you absolutely do not need to have a big audience or a major company to do influencer partnerships you can do connect with five influencers you know and and if someone signs up or purchases something you give them a cut of a commission or maybe you give them free access to something or whatever it is. So think really putting yourself like the number one thing is why, why is this an amazing opportunity for them? And why is this something they should be really excited about linking arms with you on? You know, knowing nothing about this, this industry and learning and learning some, not some, but a lot from you. I'm, I, I often go, all right, so if I was going to do this and I had no money and I, I didn't have a following yeah. and I, you know, I hadn't been in this game, like partly I go, all right, well, 
part of me just intuitively, I go, well, I can't go after, you know, people who have a million followers. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, probably not even 100,000. Like, maybe I need to go and like check out the people who have 5,000 or maybe 10,000 sort of followers. And this is yeah. a question, but I'm just kind of verbalizing sort of my understanding to see if you would agree or not, but it's really a question. So I would probably sort of focus there. And then I would probably treat it like, I don't know, dating someone. I'd probably just be like, all right, I know I'm not just going to show up and be like, hey, will you go out with me? You know what I mean? It's more like yes. I show up so they can see me. I comment on their stuff. I'm an actual yes. follower. I'm thoughtful. Um, I'm actually engaged. I'm interested in them and I don't just jump into their DMs and be like, hey, will you date me? Basically, it's like yeah. I try to, I would probably try to establish a little bit of a relationship with this person first. And then I'm going to be looking at what can I do for them that they might be interested in that mm -hmm. I can do for them that is very low hanging fruit. Like, I don't know. I mean, just anything that I can do, send them something for free without any expectation. Hey, I'm just wondering if you're interested. I'm doing this new sort of project with this supplement that. You know, I know you do a lot with, you know, cosmetics or whatever. So, you know, I have this new sort of cosmetic product that I'm working with. I'd love to send you something if you're open to it. No big deal. You know, I would just kind of like it's, it's just sort of building that up. So is mm -hmm. that sort of the approach that you recommend? And it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's like I'm not going to try to date, you know, um, you know, a, a super celebrity. You know what I mean? There, is, there, there's just too much Preach going for the stars, on. Jade. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> don't limit yourself. I know, exactly. It's Big like, vision. Don't limit them. But, I'm, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, I'm going to probably go, you know, lower because I, they're closer to me. And, they're, and, and I do think there is something to be said for, there is this idea of social proof and they are going to look at you and be like, yeah. who you are. It's what we do. When someone, I mean, mm -hmm. we all do it, right? Someone likes our thing or they follow us. We go and we go, who is this person? Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. up? Right. This is just the net, net natural thing. So in, yes. what do you think about that particular strategy? Is that, and, and where am I missing some things that does that? Oh, work no, that you're way? not really missing anything at all. So okay. that I, I, yes, to what, what you're saying. So we tend to work with, when we have agency projects and stuff, tend to work with micro influencers and mid tier influencers. So micro is going to be about 10,000 to 50,000. And then mid tier, you're like, 50,000 to like a couple hundred thousand or so. Um, and, and we do this for a number of reasons. So micro influencers, for one, they aren't like getting tons of influencer partnership deals and stuff going on most of the time. Like there are many who are, but that means that they're not hitting up their audience all the time with sponsored posts and sponsored posts and sponsored posts. Because when you get to this bigger influencer level, you know, it looks great because you're like, oh, this girl has all these like sponsored content. I want to be play paid to like just post on Instagram sort of thing. And a lot of the times what happens is their audience stops buying because they're so used to seeing all these sponsored posts. So when you start getting bigger, that doesn't necessarily mean better from a client marketing perspective, you know, because um, your ROI is going to go down. Your visibility, yeah, is going to be great, but you get less conversions for the money that you spend and for the like followers. So we use uh, uh, micro influencers most of the time because they still have that really much more intimate relationship with their audience. And so there's a lot of trust there. They're not hitting their audience up with tons of sponsored posts. They're maybe not getting a lot of offers for um, brand partnerships or like paid influencer stuff. And so they're going to be more excited and more invested in linking arms with our clients and, and brands and stuff anyway. So there's, there's, they're more attached and, and going to be more loyal as well. And so 
we, yeah, we see so much benefit to working with influencers in the 10,000 to hundred thousand range or even just 50,000 range. Um, and with that too, absolutely what you're saying with building that relationship and building that rapport before just jumping in with an offer. And, you know, depending on the, like at this point, like I've done, been doing influencer marketing projects for the last like three years or so. And so because we typically on the agency side work with clients in the health and wellness and personal development space, like these are people that I have influencers, I have relationships with influencers I've worked with a lot. And so a lot of the times if I'm just like dropping in with an opportunity, like we, there's already a relationship there. Um, so that we've built over time. And, you know, if you've got a really tight turnaround, which we did with, with you guys, you know, sometimes it's like, Hey, ideally, yes, I would be building a relationship with the influencers I want to team up with. Sometimes that's not always an option because you got to like get things rolling and out into the world on a really quick turnaround. Um, and, and so that's where, again, the stuff that I was talking about, like, who's your ideal client? What sort of influencers you do you want to partner with? How is this a win for them? That's when you really need to spend some good energy and get really clear on that. Um, but absolutely building that rapport. Like if you know, okay, in a month, I want to promote this and I want to get some influencers involved. Then over the next four weeks, I'm going to start like engaging with influencers and exactly like what you said, like commenting on their stuff and be like, wow, love this post, like DMing them and da, 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 like, Hey, I see that you're up to this. I'm aligned with this also. Like, is there any way I can add value for you right now or support you and what you've got going on so that down the road, when you have an ask, they're so much more likely to say yes. So playing the long game with influencer marketing, with PR, because this is, this is what I coach people on with PR, you know, getting, getting visibility and media placements and all that kind of stuff as well is like, yeah, you can send a cold pitch to someone you've never communicated with, whether it's an influencer or a media outlet reporter sort of thing. But also like, and if, and if they don't respond, you know, a couple rounds of follow-up, but if they do, and maybe now it's not the right time or something, you keep them on your like engagement rotation. And so if it's once a week, once a month, whatever it is, like you've got this list of, okay, I still see this with somebody or, you know, I, this is part of my plan in a couple months. Like, and once a week you're going through that list and engaging with something or DMing them or checking in or whatever. Cause then when you come with the ask, it's going to be so much, so much easier to get the yes. And, it, you know, it's really interesting when you say that, too, because as I'm thinking about that, right, I, I imagine that you're also thinking about like, because, you know, all right, so if, I, if I'm someone starting out new and I want to just jump into these relationships, I have to have someone like you. It's like, it's like I got to have a dating app or I got to have a matchmaker to help me because I'm not going to be able to sort of jump in. Yeah. And then I guess in your position, you're sitting there being like, okay, how do I create something, you know, a synergy between these two people where they have a long term you know, sort of relationship, which is essentially what you're saying. You actually want to be following this person. You actually want to be working with them. You see how you both can help each other rather than them just helping you. So I, I just love yeah. sort of that thing. So I don't want to take any more of your time, but what else? Like one more, one more question. I'll leave this to you. Like if you had to say, all right, look, listen, mm. everybody, here's the thing that I feel like you need to kind of be looking at marketing wise on social media. Like here's the, you know, the one or two things that from your perspective we mm. are missing that you know if you were going to say here's the thing that i think we need to kind of look out for and the things that you you all need to be paying critical attention to yeah absolutely so right now like with so many people over the last several months like one like not having in-person business really happening right now which like we're, you know 
that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but with so much being online and so many businesses pivoting and really like prioritizing their online presence, like it can feel crowded right now. Or maybe you're like, well, I've never done this before. Like, I don't know what to say on social media, you know, whatever it is, or feeling oversaturated or whatnot. Like the way that like, like I have seen more growth in my business in the last six months than ever. And it, that momentum is continuing, which I'm very grateful for. And it's not because, and it's because I showed up every single day and owned what I'm really good at. Mm. And what I was not afraid to be like, no, I'm, I'm actually really good at this. And yes, I can do that. And, and sharing my message and like what my team and I do and what we're really great at like daily. And so what I would say is to right now, like, you know, things feel uncertain and it feels more uncertain than normal. But really when things are quote unquote normal, there's no, nothing's guaranteed with that either. So we have the same level of certainty today as we do any other time. And that should not hold you back from showing up. So, so really it comes down to showing up consistently, owning your voice and your message and your genius and like, not stopping with it. And so, so that would be my thing is like, own what it is that you are really good at and freaking share about it and get it out there unapologetically and like very persistently. And that's how you're going to make shifts in your business right now, you know? And, and cause so many people are going to come out, you know, when things start to reopen again, who knows when that'll be, but a lot of people are going to come out of this with, stronger businesses than they had going into it and more money than they had going into it. And I think that comes down to like leaning into the uncertainty, leaning into your skills and sharing them. Cause if people don't know what you do and what you're great at, how are they going to hire you? How are they going to, you know, like, like, yeah, how are you going to make money? So leaning into that, taking messy action and owning your voice and, and your magic, if you will. Yeah, it's funny. Not, I had a, not really like a tactical thing, but that like I think it's no. So much actually, it's funny. Thing. I had a friend of mine say the same thing, and they were just like, um, "Hey, I, they're they're a psychologist, you know, clinical psychologist. A lot of my my colleagues are people who are in clinical practice, and they're seeing mm-hmm. that a lot of people are not face to face. So they're like, if I wanted to own this, like, what do I what do I do? And I basically said, which is essentially what you said, I said, you don't fuck around. You literally drop an atomic bomb of content, and you keep dropping that atomic bomb of content. Yeah. And they were like, what about trolls? I'm like, delete them. They were like, what about, what about the interaction? I said, you're home. You interact with everybody. You just, you just engage and you stay there for the long haul. And, and the other thing that I said is, I said, this person didn't have this problem, but I said this anyway. I said, you're an expert, but you know, a lot of these people, and this is where you're, his advantage is, uh, you're an expert. And so a lot of people aren't, and they don't want to become better experts. And people sniff that out if you're educating. So just drop that expert atomic bomb and just be there for the long haul. And if you want to jump ahead and skip steps and you have the money, you hire someone like you. Um, that's, that's how it works. And I'm a big fan um, of you know, making investments in um, this, this kind of thing because I do agree that social proof, like if I, if I was just popping into the internet business now knowing what I know, first thing I would do is do everything I can to get the social proof and get numbers. Uh, and I would probably yeah. I would put the money into that versus other things in my business because I think it's that 
critical. So tell us where we can find you. So you have a, you have a, you have a course for people who are solopreneurs who can essentially jump in if they can't afford your full service. Yeah. By the way, uh, just so everyone knows, this is what internet entrepreneurs do, right? They have these high end services, but if you look at what Lauren has done, she, she does, she, she has her high end services, but she also makes it pretty easy for all of you to come in at an entry level to learn this stuff so you can do it organically to build your business. But so tell us about the opportunities for everybody to uh, get in touch with you, where they can follow you and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, like we've got my team and I have the agency side of things where we do everything for our clients A to Z, like what we did with you guys. And then I also have the PR accelerator, which I designed, I created specifically for entrepreneurs who are like maybe bringing in 5,000 a month or something, or maybe they're at like, low six figures and they know what they're doing. They've got a proven business and have success and clients and everything like that. And they're ready to scale, but maybe not ready to hire somebody to do their visibility, do their PR all for them. And so I was getting so many of of my friends and so many people asking me for PR help who could not afford to, to pay a PR retainer or, or whatnot, and maybe weren't ready for that. And so I'm like, okay, I need to do something because like you guys have a, you have a great message and you need to like get out there and I believe in it and the impact you're making. And so, so yeah, the PR accelerator, it's a four month program. That's basically a hybrid mastermind coaching program and PR agency, like all mashed into one. So you get the support, you get all the resources and training, you get coaching from me, coaching from guest experts and they, everyone who's in it also gets my team and I as their PR agency. So like we're actually doing some of the pitching and like getting media placements and stuff oh, wow. for everyone yeah. who's in it. So it's, it's such like, I, I love it and it's, it's so much fun. And, and yeah, and so helping entrepreneurs who are growing to, to get more visibility and get their message out there. And so, so to answer where y'all can find me, like we talked about, I love Instagram, I show up on there on stories all over the place. It's literally first and last name, Lauren Salon. And then for the PR accelerator and like agency stuff is just laurensalon.com. Lauren, you're amazing. Thank you. You know, I, 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 here's what the way I see people like you. And I just want to tell you this. You, I don't know if you've heard this before, but you're, uh, you're someone, you're a dream maker for people, right? You help mm. other people's dreams come true. I just, you know, love the work you do. I so appreciate you. Thank you for your help on, uh, you. you know, um, my project and thanks for sharing your brain Absolutely. with all of us. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.